If you are getting your team blown apart right now, it's a reflection of you as a leader. And if your team is coming together right now, it's also a reflection of you as a leader. Salon owners are some of the most amazing people on planet Earth. The only problem is sometimes their hearts are so big and they give so much of themselves to their staff and guests that it creates unintended consequences. Our goal is to change the industry by elevating the way the rest of the world sees salons, spas, and barbershops and give it the credibility that it truly deserves. This is the Salon Owner Evo Revo Show. What's going on, everybody? It's Jason Everett from the High Performance Salon Academy. Hope you're doing incredibly well. Uh, lots of big stuff on deck for you on the show today. Today uh, is an interesting time in the world. In fact, uh, if you are watching right now, then lots of the country is still on a level of lockdown uh, like we've never seen before in history. So be prepared. We've got some cool things to talk about on that today. Uh, and I say cool things as in how to figure it out. You know, for a lot of salon owners all over the country, they're trying to de decide, should we open or should we not open? That is the question today. And Doug and I are going to spend some time uh, answering that and figuring out what you should do for not just salons, but really for any business, man. So Doug, good to see you today. Excited to be on with you and to be talking about this because it's it's getting serious. Yeah, I mean it's it's crunch time now. You got to make decisions one way or the other. Uh, and yet, I, I don't think there's really a right and wrong decision. There's your decision. Yeah, I think that that's kind of thing. Everybody's trying to fit in. You, you, one size doesn't fit all here at all. I think you got to yeah, look at what's what's right in your situation. That's right. And do me a favor, you guys. Uh, we're going to be talking about this. If you're if you're in with us live and in real time, do me a favor and say with you live. want to make sure everything's rocking and rolling. You guys can hear us and all those good things. So just do me a favor and say with you live. And if you're listening on the podcast, uh, look, this is the deal. No matter what's going on and no matter what time you're listening to this podcast, I think it's important for you to really understand this difference between there's, there's not a right and wrong. And I think I learned something from Robert Kiyosaki a long time ago is there's not a right answer and a wrong answer. There's just the answer that just says what works and what doesn't work. And I don't mean to get super political on this show because this is not a political deal that we're trying to take a stance here on what you should do or fight your government or any of that other stuff, even though we do, we are called the salon under evolution revolution. So, you know, there's some <laughs> revolution in there. Um, but I, I think really the idea is that, um, really trying to make sure that you understand that this is not a cookie cutter situation. Uh, I, I shared a post on Doug. I don't know if you saw it. I might pull it up while we're talking here, but I shared a post yesterday. There was a cut and paste post from somebody else that just talked about, look, some people are going to decide to reopen, give them some grace. Some people are going to decide to say close closed. Give them some grace. Some people are going to decide to stay in their homes for another six weeks. Some people are going to try and figure out how to go outside. There's going to be people who are protesting. There's people who are not. And I, I think no matter what is going on, I think the important thing is you figure out how to give them some grace. And I, I think in this situation now more than ever, it's super important that we're kind to those that are around us because there's not an easy, there's not an easy answer here. Yeah. I mean, it, it's, it's not a time to be attacking other people for their, I mean, everybody's situation is different. Uh, who you're around, who you have to be around, right. uh, who, who you're supporting, what your finances are. Everybody's situation is just different. I think yeah. we should empower people to be able to make the right decision for them, their family, their team. Uh, and and you know, as, as a team and as a fan, you need to own it so that everybody feels good about it. Yeah. Um, I just don't think there's a there's not really a good place for, you know, in either camp, any of the three or four camps that are out there uh, to be throwing rocks at the other ones. Not really. Yeah. It's uh, not going to help anything. 
Yeah, information. So, yeah, just get information. To get, uh, make your best decision based on the Because that's the other thing. I mean, things are so different from state to state. Yeah, that's right. I mean, Doug's city. in Florida. I'm in California. And our regulations are completely different. Uh, I mean, and you got to know, I, th- I think one of the biggest problems that I see, Doug, is never before in history have we been able to talk so well across the country and internationally. And people are spouting off about numbers or stats or whatever, state by state. And so people in New York are having a very different experience than people in California and different in Florida. And everybody's talking about it like they're next door neighbors, even though that's not really the case. Some of the states are having totally different experiences. Yeah, there was a, a county in Iowa, I think, that's had zero cases. Right. Uh, so, I mean, it's just different. That's what I say. You, gotta, you can't say one size fits all and everybody must do the same thing. Yeah. Uh, that's just not uh, That's just not where, especially a country our size. Yeah. Um, and, yeah. I, and I think, you know, we have people in our high performance salon Academy. We have people that, um, you know, we have salons that are still there's, there's like six, I think it's five or six States that have never closed. Again, a lot of them are smaller States that have less population, less of a dense populations. They've not had no issues. Uh, they've just, you know, or had very limited issues. Uh, and I was just on the phone with a friend of mine. And again, the closest COVID scenario that's affected me personally, um, has been that, uh, I just got off the phone with a guy who was helping us actually set up this podcast who told me that one of his best friends just passed away this week because of COVID-19. And I think that, you know, for some people, you're very far from it. Other people are really close to it. And again, no right or wrong. But today on the show, we're going to be talking about should you open, should you not open, and is there an easy answer? Uh, first of all, I just want to say there's not an easy answer. You got to make these decisions for yourself. And I know, again, there's a firestorm of people commenting. Uh, but I want to know, uh, if you own a salon and you're watching the podcast, uh, do me a favor and say owner. And do me a favor, if you're going to open as soon as you can, do me a favor and say open. Or if you're going to stay closed, say stay closed. Because look... At Georgia reopened this last week. Uh, on Friday, Georgia reopened, and some of our extended family and extended friends um, went ahead and reopened, and they said they opened at, at limited capacity. They went through all the proper steps, and they did what we talked about on our last podcast episode. Um, and now... Uh, other states are starting to follow suit. They're starting to put these reopen plans together. California, I think, is at the end of that somewhere with New York. We're on the like lockdown, even though in California, our cases are super low. I mean, we've had like, you know, very, very limited cases, even in the county that I'm in, but we're on the same type of plan as uh, New York. And I think it's just really important for you guys to know, just like our coaching, we don't do one size cookie cutter scenarios. And Doug, I mean, we have people in the academy that are planning to open and we have people in the academy that are planning not to open. And, and I think one other thing we're going to talk about today, uh, if we have enough time in the next, you know, five, 10 minutes here is, you know, should you bring your employees back off of, uh, unemployment? Cause I think this is another big question. If that's a question you have, uh, do me a favor and type in, let's see. And by the way, if you're a, if you're a, um, if you're a guest of a salon, uh, do me a favor and say guest and say, would you go to the salon if it was open right now? Or would you avoid the salon if it's open right now? I want to know. I have a lot of friends that watch this podcast that are not salon owners that are trying to figure this out. Yeah, Eric said, I'm, I'm a customer. I want my salon to open. I want to get my hair cut. Eric's in the same county that I am. <laughs> yeah, so Eric's on here. He's like, I want to get a cut. Now, again, here's the thing, though. I want you to know, Eric and I are in Placer County in Northern California. The scenario in Placer County is very different than the scenario in New York. So be aware, if you're arguing in the comments with how dare you do this, your county might have a very different reaction and response to what's going on here, right? So Doug, let's talk about this, about how do you make the call? What do you do? What would you weigh out as a salon owner? Yeah, I mean, like I said, I think you've got to get to the point where you're looking at what what's right for us. Cause it's, and just because one, if you open up, it doesn't mean all of your employees have to come back to work. If you got right. people that are uh, uncomfortable or that are, we, we have an employee that uh, takes care of her elderly mother. Uh, so that wouldn't be a good idea for her to be putting herself in a public setting like that. Uh, of course, we're going to do all the um, 
all the precautions that we're supposed to do whenever we're allowed to, we're going to open with all the proper precautions. Uh, and just like customers, customers do not have to go. No one's forcing anybody to do anything. I think that's something we need to remember. Uh, just because somebody opens up, does it force anybody to work there? Does it force anybody to come there? Um, but for the people that do want to work and for the people that uh, do want to get their hair done, then that's an option for them. Uh, I think it's one thing we need to remember in this very diverse country that we have is mm-hmm. that it's a country where we have choices. Um, and you know, you have a choice where to live and, and what rules you want to live under and all that good stuff. So, uh, like I said, just having respect for people it, it, being open doesn't force anyone to, uh, you know, maybe some people open and no one will show up. <laughs> yeah. Uh, then you'll know that was probably the wrong decision. <laughs> yeah. And I, I think, yeah, this is a really important thing is like, it goes back to the shaming. I think there's a lot of people that are saying like, how dare you be open? Everybody needs to be on lockdown. I, I think you got to remember, especially here in the United States, you know, we're a country founded on, you know, the availability to make certain choices. And again, you probably could guess where I stand on this whole process is that I would choose to have the freedom to decide in this scenario. And again, um, that's not right or wrong. If you choose to be open or you choose to be closed, again, I think it's really important for you to just be aware of what those decisions are. And just know too, you know, the other thing I want to say that I guess is slightly political on here is that, is that look, uh, politicians have an agenda, which is to be reelected. Can I just say that for what it's worth, you know, just in a neutral scenario, is that politicians want to get reelected. You know, that's how they sit. Um, you know, business owners want to take care of the families that are in their businesses. Individuals want to take care of their families. Remember, all of us, myself included, I have an agenda. I want you to watch the show again. So, you know, we're going to talk about the hot topic that's going on today. I want you to watch the show. I have my own agenda. And I think for all of us to realize that people are operating from their own agenda, and the more you look at what's what's being fed to you, the news, for example, has their own agenda. They want you to watch the news again. So, you know, they are going to use whatever tactic it takes for them to get your attention to get you to come back and watch the news. So just keep that in mind as you're trying to figure out what your decision is and what's going on. Um, there is kind of this like police state idea of like, no, everybody needs to follow directions, get in line and do what they're told and do how that operates. And I, I think if you look at just from the standpoint of how our, at least in the United States, like how we operate, that's not how in a, in a traditional environment we've been able to come from and say, that's how we're going to be operating. Yeah. Yeah, you know, I think one of the things reading through some of the comments, people talking about how much more expensive it's going to be to open because yeah, of having to have all the here. safety precautions and all that stuff, uh, which yeah, you know, it is. Uh, so hopefully, you've been able to look at your your business model and restructure some things during this time. But even that, if everything was the same, I don't think there's a problem with charging, especially if you're required by your local government to have yeah. pretty expensive things. Put a safety charge on the ticket. I I think that's I think that's totally fair. reasonable. And by the Most way, people uh, are going to understand that. Yeah, Eric, who's on here, wants to go back to the salon. Even if he was paying a twenty-two dollar haircut, I'm pretty confident, Eric, you have to, if you're still on, or anybody else that's a consumer that's on the line right now, you know, if you were like, I had a twenty-two dollar haircut and has a twenty dollar service charge, as long as you tell the customer in advance that there's going to be that charge and they can make the decision to still come in, we were we were just talking about your real reopen plan. I was just on uh, Sam Via's show. Props to Sam Via, Andrew Crothers for having me on last week. Uh, is that it really makes a big difference when they know what's going on. I think. What the biggest problem is with reopening is how are you managing your guests' expectations of what's going on? We talked about not discounting and not uh, preventing people from you know coming in and getting uh, you know trying to get deals right now because we're like oh, I'm gonna have to drop my prices to get people through the door. And I I think more than anything, again, as we talk about this on the podcast today, is that this is really important that you make 
your decision based on the information that you have along with your state and local government. I mean, Doug, we saw that article this week where the, the gal from, there was two interesting articles that came up this week. I'll see if I can find them because I think I sent them over to you. But there was a gal in Texas who like refused to close her salon. And so she's getting, you know, citations right. and all this stuff. Like, look, we're not saying like make your own choice. And if you, I mean, if you want to go to jail for like doing it, like go ahead. Yeah. Salon owner. This is the, this is the article. Let's see if I can pull it up. I love this because this is all floating around the internet here. Right. Let's see if I can pull it up, Doug, as we're talking. Uh, yeah. So this gal, right. It says salon owners, uh, rips up citation, defies order to remain closed. I'm not paying this, you know, and basically I read through the article and it says like, you know, I can't make money without being open. So therefore I'm going to be open. I, I don't think that's a smart move. I don't think it's it's a smart move, but you know, hey, she gets to make her choice and to figure out how she wants to operate in that and, and where she wants to be because at the end of the day, there will be a consequence for that of her you know, remaining open and there may be financial consequences or not to her on there, but that's an important thing to just be aware of. Doug, anything you want to say about people just kind of making those type of choices going against local regulations or laws in that framework? I mean, well, again, I would say yeah, that's her choice that that's the statement she feels like she wants to make if it's yeah. a bigger bigger play that she's doing. I, I don't sure, know. Maybe she's trying to get some big press for her salon. Who knows? Right. So, you know, those are all decisions you got to make if that's what she wants to do, but she's obviously going to live with the consequences of it. I mean, that's the thing with making your own choices is yeah. you get to own the consequences. She'll own those consequences. So you got to decide for yourself. Do you want to go through that? Is that what, if you do, okay. Right. Um, but you know, just accept, I think that's the thing is people just, it, you do certain actions and there's going to be consequences, whether they're good consequences or bad consequences. And you just need to think through those and own them. It's one of the things we talk about risk versus reward. I was going to say most, yeah, spot on. Most of the time people never sit down to actually analyze the risk, really. So risk, so everybody's clear because most people get confused on this one. Is it something you're willing to lose? Not right. something you're kind of sort of wanting to put up there and maybe kind of sort of possibly get dinged, but something like maybe she's willing to lose her freedom for a period of time, willing to lose a thousand dollars in a fine. Mm -hmm. If she's fine with that and she's thought about that through, then more power to her. Now if she hasn't thought through it and she gets all upset because they actually throw her in jail. <laughs> well, hey, that was the that was the risk you took. You knew that's the risk you took. You knew Any that that it. citation like, or that reward, you know, and. and right. And, and I, you open up, someone may get sick or they, 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 you know, but that's you got to be able to think through the risk you're taking right. and be okay with that. That way you, you reduce future upset, uh, it, which is a powerful thing in your life. If you can learn to do that and really analyze, am I willing to, lose? No, okay, right. no, then I'm going to back up. Right. And, and I think this, this kind of gets to the last topic we want to get into today on the podcast is about getting your employees come back to work, especially in the United States. And by the way, I see Richard on. Good to see you, Richard. Uh, he does some training for people in Australia and the UK and, and does a lot of work as well. He said, I see salon owners fighting with each other. So thank you, Richard, for just dropping that comment out there. And I think, you know, this, this also goes to the last topic I want to get to, Doug, which is, you know, bringing your employees back to work. In the US specifically, there are salons that their employees are making more money on unemployment than they are not. And I, I think this is the exact same point on this risk versus reward idea, right? Is that, you know, you have salon employees, you got to say, look, I've got a long-term job for you here. Are you willing to take a risk that you're going to stay on unemployment until your unemployment runs out because you can make more money? Or do you want the risk or reward of getting brought on as an employee and staying with us? I know a lot of people in our academy, Doug, are asking that question. How do I get my employees to come back to work when they don't want to? 
Well, that's the thing. You got to have the conversation and see what you want. And then you put it out there. It's like, look, if you're moving forward and you're going to be hiring everybody back, you let them know. And somebody says, well, no, I want to stay on unemployment. Well, that's your choice. I understand if you've got fears or you're concerned or whatever your reasons may be. But as a company, I'm ready to move forward. I'm ready to move forward with my team. So the ones that want to move forward, we're moving forward. I can't promise you there's going to be something here whenever you get to the point that you're wanting to move forward. And tell you one thing that, that not a lot of people have talked about is people need to be very careful on unemployment and that type of thing when it comes to depression, uh, because it yeah. will sneak up and grab a hold of you and could destroy the next five to ten Completely. years of your life. Just just mental depression careful. is what you're talking about, yeah, right? Yes. And yes, I think yes. you know we I was having conversation with people even you know uh, yesterday about this about being at home and like I just really underestimated how how hard it is to separate work and home and all these other things and you know we had this conversation hope it's okay to bring this up I'm not mentioning names here but like they were like well you know I'm saving the money from not driving to work every day and I'm like how much money are you really saving like five bucks you know like it's like look saving money is one thing what is your mental health worth what is your mental sanity right. worth what is that worth because a lot of times you might say but I'm making more money because I don't have expenses to go to work, but I'm making more money on employment. But look, getting back to work is one of the best things you can do mentally and emotionally to get this whole show moving again and and really get back in that framework. And just remember, right. there's there's no future in being uh, being unemployed. That's right. And That's not a long term plan. Right. But, but it can it will deteriorate everything you've got going on. And and remember that that decision's getting made out of fear. The question is, is, this, right. is it a fear decision or is it an abundance decision? Is it a love decision? And when they're saying, but I'm scared and I'm worried, it probably means that I'm going to leave you guys on this last thought is that if you're getting feedback and your team is blowing, and I'm sorry to drop this bomb and then turn the show off, but <laughs> if you are getting your team blown apart right now, it's a reflection of you as a leader. And if your team is coming together right now, it's also a reflection of you as a leader. And I just want to drop out for you guys the final thought here on the show. And Doug, if you want to weigh on this, go ahead. But the idea is, is that if you look in the mirror and say, look, as a leader, do I want to be a victor or do I want to be a victim in this scenario? And a victor says, I'm going to figure out what's going on and make it right and get my team back together and huddle together and learn what I need to do as a leader versus a victim said, there's nothing I can do. And I want you to look at what you can do and become a victor through this whole process. Doug, you want to weigh in on that, man? I think the only thing that you can do is the only choice you have is yourself. You can't change other people. You can't force people to behave you want the way you want them to behave. You've got to make the right decisions. You'll That's know right. in your gut if it's the right decision. Move forward with it. Trust yourself, but don't worry about changing other people. Worry about leading, and the only one you can change is yourself. So work on that one first. <laughs> and then everything else fall in place. That's right. So guys, do me a favor. If you like today's podcast, like, share, comment, or leave us a rating. You can also go online to highperformancesalon.com. Check out more information about what we do as an academy and how you can get help. Tons of free resources on all the social media at High Performance Salon. It has been my pleasure hanging out with you today, Doug. Look for more podcasts on all the podcast platforms, and we can't wait to see you another day. All right, bye guys for now. Later, guys. Thanks for listening to the Evo Revo podcast. If you liked today's episode, please subscribe, leave us a review, and you can always get more information, including show notes and the video episodes at evorevopodcast.com.